Sean. Hey, Radcast is on. And welcome to the show, Mr. Jim Zumbo. Gentlemen, I am pleased to be here, and I use that term loosely when I say gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) Al Winder. Just want to welcome you to the show. Thanks for uh, taking time out of your busy schedule to hang out with us on a podcast for a little bit. Hey, I'm looking forward to it. Nothing makes me happier than a cold in Minnesota. If I can't be out fishing, I should be talking about fishing. (laughs) (laughs) Hailing from Wisconsin, Jenna Waller. Thank you so much for having me. It's Redcast. Hunting, fishing, and everything in between. Powered by Bo Spider. Brought to you by PK Lures and High Mountain Seasonings. And now, here's your hosts, Patrick Edwards and David Merrill. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Ragcast Outdoors. I'm your host today, Patrick Edwards, and those of you who are watching online can see I'm a little bit out of commission at the moment. actually had a fall in January, tried to catch myself and tore my bicep tendon, my labrum, and messed up my AC joint in my right shoulder, which most of you know is my casting shoulder. So that's a big setback for me in the springtime. Normally right now, I'd be out on the river catching big browns and just having a good old time, but not happening and so I had surgery this past week to have all that stuff repaired hopefully the healing process will go well and I'll be able to get back to fishing in you know another five to eight weeks it just depends on how things progress but it's been a little bit of a setback and so that kind of got me thinking what are my plans now because things change and you have to modify as you go depending on what happens in your life and obviously this is a, a Fairly big setback for me because in fishing, you need both of your arms. You don't technically have to have both of them to fish successfully. But for me, being able to cast and retrieve and do all that, it's a big deal when your main arm is out of commission. So I thought it'd be fun today since David's on the road. He's been at Western Hunt and a whole bunch of other shows. I thought we'd talk a little bit about my spring fishing plans. And just I also want to hear about your spring fishing plans. So if you're listening to this episode or watching it on YouTube, I'd love for you to go and leave a comment and just say, hey, this is what I'm going to try to do this year. These are my goals. This is something I'd like to do for the first time. Or maybe it's, hey, I wanted to take this trip that I did a couple of years ago. But just share that stuff with us and I'll go over some of mine. And just to start at a high level, last year was a wild year for me. I had two state records I set and a world record. And so this year, Obviously, with an injury, got to change my expectations a little bit, but I do have several species that I want to catch. I have other master anglers that I want to catch as well. And so starting at the top, I've been intrigued. There's a, a guy that has a catfish and carp channel, and it's been really interesting exploring that world of catfish and carp. I don't spend a ton of time on either one of those species. People know I'm mostly walleye, trout, tiger musky, that kind of stuff. But it's been intriguing to look at that and just explore that world. I actually have behind me several hair rigs that I've tied up. I'll pull one out to show the folks on YouTube. But basically what a hair rig is, it's a fish hook with a piece of monofilament on it that you actually thread corn on for catching carp and catfish works well for both and then there's a swivel on the other end anyway you put this as part of a pack bait out there and catch those fish and you may be asking why do you care so much about carp i actually 
don't care a ton about carp, but at the same time, it's one of those species, and I've talked about this on other podcasts, it's a species that's been just ridiculed and thought of as a trash fish. And this past year, I experimented a little bit, caught some, and actually brought some home and smoked them, and they're actually quite good. This year, I want to catch more of them. I want to try some of the other recipes. You can look back a couple thousand years. People in China saw them as a delicacy. The Europeans see them as a delicacy. And in the U.S., initially, they were as well. And now, not so much. They took over a lot of bodies of water. And they are pretty hard on several bodies of water. Like, I live about 10 minutes from a place called Ocean Lake that is completely overrun by carp. And so that's a bit of a problem, and I'm not going to say that they're good, but I will say that they are tasty. We, my friend Seth, he lives up in Idaho. He brought some smoked carp on a trip out here a couple of years ago, and that's what really got me thinking about it because it was quite delicious. And this last year, I actually did a video with my kids. I haven't put it out there yet, but I will, where I took my son and we caught some carp and then we smoked it up and it was quite excellent. So I'm going to target some of those this year. But that is just one of the many things. This last year, I completed my first ultimate angler plaque. And so here in Wyoming, we have uh, an, a master angler program. There's 24 different species on it. <clears throat> and I'm hoping they'll expand it, actually. It would be cool if they added carp and sucker and some other fish to it. But as of right now, there's 24 species. I have 10 of those, and that's what it takes to get one of the plaques. And I still have 14 others to go catch, and I've caught many of them at the Master Angler size in the past before the program started, so I have a pretty good idea of where to go, but there is a species on there that I've never caught, and that's the shovel-nosed sturgeon. Last year, I had lots of intentions of going and catching those fish, and actually, we had a, a listener to this show who told me about a spot on the Powder River to go try, which I did and was unsuccessful, which is just how it goes sometimes. But I want to get out there and catch a shovel-nosed sturgeon. I've never caught a sturgeon of any species, so I think it would be pretty fun to do that. But there's several species on there that, like I said, I've caught before at that length, and so I know I can do it. Some of the local ones that I know I can get are the tiger muskie, which I'm going to need my shoulder put back together for that one for sure because they pull really hard. The golden trout, which... We have lots of them in the Wind River Mountains, so I shouldn't have any trouble there. One of the others is Splake. That one might be a little bit more difficult. I might have to do a little bit more driving for that one. Sauger, I know of several places here within Fremont County here around where I live where I should be able to get that one done. But yeah, there's several species that I still have in my own backyard that I can go get yellow perch. I can get that done this summer, hopefully. So that'll be on my list of things to do. And then... I also want to, <laughs> I want to hold that world record in both books. So I broke the white sucker world record for the IGFA, but I'd like to hold it on the IGFA and the freshwater fishing hall of fame side. And to do that, I got to catch a seven pound, 11 ounce fish at least that would tie the record. So that's on my list. I think I can get that done in the spot that I've been going to. My kids also have their eyes on some of the IGFA small fry and juniors uh, records. There's a lot that are vacant, like tiger muskies is one of those. Tiger trout, there's some vacancies, so meaning no little kids have submitted them for a record. So hopefully <laughs> my kids can get in on that and get a record or two. 
Um, how cool is it, right, to say you're a little kid and you've got a world record? That's a big deal. So I'm going to take the kids and try to do that. And then as a family, my wife and I and kids, we're going to go up to Keyhole Reservoir again. Keyhole's become one of my favorite places to go in Wyoming. I think mainly because it has a lot of the warm water species that I actually like to catch, including northern pike. Northern pike are only in that body of water in Wyoming, so it's not like I have a ton of options. So I'm looking forward to going after some pike. They also have freshwater drum, which I need a master angler for those as well. And then they have smallmouth bass, crappie, lots of walleye. And so it should be a really fun trip to go up there and catch some fish out of Keyhole again. I Again, that's one of my favorite places to go in the state. It's so pretty. If you haven't been to Keyhole Reservoir, you're missing out. You should go check it out. It's, a, it's quite the place. And the state park there has some really nice areas that you can stay just know that around the water, it can be a little treacherous. There are some steep cliffs on some of the parts. So if you have little kids, just pay attention to where your camping spots are. If you have questions, call Wyoming State Parks and they can help you. So those are some of the basics. But some of the other things I have on my list that might sound a little bit crazy is that we have bullheads and stone cats and channel catfish here locally. And I really haven't spent any time trying to catch those fish and because of this catfish and carp video or channel on YouTube, it's inspired me to broaden my horizons a little bit because, and I've told people this, to me being a a great all-around angler isn't about just having your four or five species that you're good at catching. To me, it's much more about getting out there and catching everything in that body of water, figuring out how to catch everything that swims in there. And so one of my goals is, to go out there and find a stone cat. I've never caught one before. I talked about this on a previous podcast. I'd really like to catch one. They're just a small version of a catfish that lives in the rocks. They typically get eaten by channel catfish and walleyes and things like that. But I want to catch one just to catch one, see if I'm able to do it, and then maybe catch a state record because I think Boyson has some that are big enough to catch a state record. So I'm going to try that. The bullheads, the only place I've actually caught bullheads is in Boyson, (laughs) which is funny because I don't do a lot of bait fishing. Most people that fish with me know I'm fishing like typically a jerk bait, crankbait, jigs, stuff like that. And most of the time I'm not fishing any kind of like dead bait or thing like that on the bottom. So I just don't catch bullheads very often. And in Boyson, there's quite a bit of bullheads. So I want to catch some bullheads just to try them out. There's some actual, there's some recipes out there that I've heard are pretty good. I've never eaten a bullhead in my life. So that's on the list. I'm hoping to make a video about that of catching and cooking bullheads and seeing if they're any good. It may be a really bad idea. I don't know yet. (laughs) Don't know until I try, right? And the channel catfish, there used to be some really big ones in Boyson. I don't know if they're still around and I don't know how well they recruit year to year. I don't know how successful their breeding is, but I would like to catch some larger channel cat out of Boyson, which means I'm going to have to start fishing bait on the bottom, which is not my favorite way to fish because I'm an active fisherman. But the cool thing about Wyoming is you can fish two rods. So I could put a, a rod out with bait on the bottom. And then I can have another rod in my hand and fish for walleye with a jig or crankbait or something like that. So at least I'll be doing something and not just sitting there. But so those are a couple that you probably are a little bit surprised to hear. (laughs) Be like, Patrick's going to do what? Why does he care about that? 
just it it's another challenge right like i've got a lot of the species dialed in so that that'll be something a little bit different and this year assuming my arm feels good and intact i am going to go back after the tiger muskies we i've really been intentional the last six seven years about leaving tiger muskies alone that have been stocked in this area the main reason for that is i know how to catch them and i can educate them pretty quickly and i don't i didn't want to catch them while they were little tiger muskies are such a cool fish and to me it's all about catching the really big ones and we have a couple bodies of water here that have some significant tigers now they're finally big enough to where I feel like it's worth going after them and it'll be a lot more fun for me, hopefully, (laughs) assuming my arm doesn't get ripped apart by one, but I want to go after tiger muskies. I want to spend some time doing some topwater fishing for them. And the great thing for me is I live about 15, 20 minutes away from fishing these things. So it's not like I have to drive several hours and yes, I hit the jackpot living where I live because I'm close to walleye, trout, bass, tiger muskie, sauger, you name it. I've got it close by except for smallmouth. That one's a little bit of a bummer, but pretty much everything else I've got close by. And so I'm going to take full advantage of that this year. I'm really hoping that my shoulder will, will heal up quickly because typically starting in May, it's a really good time to go fishing for them. And so I'm hoping to get some cool pictures of that. Maybe we'll do some videos on how to catch tiger muskies and just show you how cool those fish are. For a hybrid fish and a sterile fish, they are one of the coolest looking fish in the world. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can see behind me, I've got a wood carved fish of a tiger muskie. It's a smaller replica that my buddy Seth made me for one of my previous tiger muskie catches. And so it's super cool to have that behind me in the backdrop, but... They are one of the most beautiful fish that you can catch in freshwater. So I'm looking forward to that. And then, like I said, my buddy, John Bass, he listens to this show. He's got on his mind to catch a bunch of different master anglers. So the other thing I want to do is help my kids and help him and his son catch more master anglers so that they can participate in that ultimate angler program. It's a really neat thing for kids. And if you live in a state that doesn't have a master angler program, you should talk to your fishing game and fish department and just say, hey, why can't we have one of these cool programs? Because what it does is it gives anglers goals, right? Like it gives you a size of a species and a new species to go target because not every fish on there is the same. As an example, I'm going to have to bait fish for shovel nose sturgeon with worms on the bottom which I don't like doing even for sucker world records, state records. Like it drives me crazy to sit there and wait for something to come and pick up the bait. But that's how you fish for those. And then big plugs and top waters and cranks for tiger muskies that are six to eight, maybe 10 inches long. So (laughs) a completely different style of fishing. And that's what makes it fun is because you've got everything from panfish to big apex predators like tiger muskies and you've got just the full gamut of fish on that list that you can go after. And then you got them in a completely different terrain, like golden trout. You're going up to 11 to 12,000 feet up in elevation in the mountains to go find those. And then you could be down the lowlands catching catfish. That's what makes the program super cool. And one thing, if anybody from the Wyoming game and fish is listening, I really would love to see more species added to the program because I think we could get to that 30 an easy one that's available 
everywhere is carp. You could add carp and several sucker species to the list. You could add some of the creek chubs and just other things that are maybe not as available all over the state, but they're available in parts of the state that would make people want to have to get out there and try something new. Rock bass, who knows? But just get some other species on there because it would be really cool to have the opportunity for three plaques. It gives crazy people like me and other anglers a reason to go chase some of these other species. And we might spend some extra money traveling to other parts of the state, supporting that part of the state's economy because that fish is only found in that part of the state. So I would love to see that. I I don't know if I can lobby hard enough for the game of fish to do that, but it is an exciting way to get out there and do it. And I do want to encourage you guys on something that <laughs> has really bugged me lately, but there are some anglers. If you go to the Wyoming Game and Fish website and you can look through pictures of some of these master angler catches and it's clear that the fish don't meet the minimum, but the biologists are signing off on those. I would just really encourage you guys to do it right. And biologists, it's okay to reject them. If they look like they're too short, they don't have evidence that they're long enough. At least keep the integrity of the program because some of us work really hard at it and we spend hours and days and weeks and months out of the year trying to actually catch those fish and do it the right way. And so for those of us who are doing it right, it's hard to watch when people are doing it wrong. And if you go out there and look at some, you'll see what I'm talking about. But if you are going to take your kids out there, I would encourage you take a picture of the fish on the tape. That way you can see what the length is and you have proof of that. And then get a really cool picture with a kid holding it out or whatever. Have fun with the picture, but get out there and try some master anglers because it's, it's a total blast. It gives you something to work for, something to work towards. So I want to take just a second and talk about one of our sponsors, which is PK Lures. If you haven't been to pklure.com lately, you should go to their website and check it out. They've got some hot new products. They've got some for late ice. Obviously, I won't be doing late ice this year, but you can go out there and check out what they've got. Go out there, do some of that late ice fishing. Just be careful. Be safe out there. Take your safety equipment. But it can be some of the hottest fishing of the season. So go to pklure.com, spend some money, and get yourself some late ice fishing lures. And also, their trolling lineup for summer for walleye is incredible. PK Dakota Disc, the PK Wobbler are some of my favorites. Go check them out, pklure.com. All right, so some of the other summer plans. I really want to get back up to the mountains. There's just something special about fishing in the mountains for golden trout, grayling, brook trout. I'm hoping this year to take a couple of trips. Again, weather permitting and my shoulder permitting, but want to get up there and do some more of those. My son, Benjamin, he and I went on a trip into the winds this past year. He had an absolutely awesome time. You would have thought that kid had died and gone to heaven. He was just a chatterbox the whole time, just really enjoyed himself. So I'm really hoping to go with some friends and do some fishing up in the mountains because mountain fishing is just some of the best fishing that there is, especially if you can get on a small beaver pond with some really nice brook trout that are really hungry. You can just catch one after the other. And it's also one of the most beautiful settings that you can fish in. You can get away from technology. Nobody will be texting you. Nobody will be calling you because they can't. And so you can have some of that peace and tranquility up in the mountains. So I'm looking forward to that. One of the other things is I really want to spend some more time on the water with my dad. 
My dad just turned 81 this spring and he and I've been fishing my whole life. He's the one who taught me about fishing at least early on and got me started. And so he and I want to go out and get out on the lakes as well. He wants to go to Keyhole again. We had a, a blast last year doing that. So I want to get him back there and then maybe go down to Flaming Gorge and just enjoy what this state has to offer. We just have so many great fishing opportunities and so many species that we can chase spoiled. <laughs> Granted, it's a long ways in between bodies of water because it is such a dry state, but the places that we do have water, we have some incredible fishing. So I want to get my dad out there, spend some more time with him, making some more memories, catching some fish. There's a lot of cool places that I want to go. One of those being up to the Bighorn area of the state. There's some incredible fishing. So if you follow the Bighorn River as it flows northward towards the Missouri River, there's Yellowtail and Bighorn Reservoir area. And I've always wanted to go up there and take the boat and spend several days and find shovelnose sturgeon, channel cat, sauger, smallmouth, those kind of things that are, that are up there. So maybe this year I'll be able to convince my dad to take a weekend with me and go up there. But those are my plans. So if you have plans and if you have things that you want to do, I would encourage you go to our Facebook, our Instagram. You can shoot me an email, ragcastoutdoors at gmail.com. Just tell us what your plans are for the year. And we would love to celebrate with you. If you can, join our Facebook group, Ragcast Nation. That way you can share pictures of the fish that you're catching and just have fun and celebrate with us as you accomplish those things. But the other thing that I, again, want to do is catch and cook a lot of different things. So high mountain seasonings is going to be a part of my trips this year. I was using uh, some smoked carp actually last night that we had, my son Ben and I had caught last year and I thought out the rest of it and we made a Vietnamese fish salad. It's so, so good by the way. If you haven't bought the book yet, Hook, Line and Supper by Hank Shaw, you got to do it. It's amazing smoked fish salad and <laughs> I'm going to be using that High Mountain Seasonings Gourmet Fish brand quite a bit because I like to smoke fish. I want to catch some drum and smoke as well. So there'll be a lot of catch and cook type things going on. If you want to do the same, go to High Mountain's website, himtnjerky.com, himtnjerky.com. Check out all the stuff that they have. If you like spice, you can get the Cajun Cowboy. That's what I put on all my fish tacos. So if I have fresh caught walleye, perch, that kind of stuff, I put on some of that cowboy Cajun fried up in butter. It's amazing. It's so, so good. They have the gourmet fish, which is really good on just about any kind of fish. They have a wild trout seasoning that is amazing if you want to cook trout in the oven or pan sear it, which is probably my favorite way to do it. So again, go check them out. H-I-M-T-N jerky.com. But yeah, that's my rambling summer spring plans. So hopefully I can get out there and get that done. Hopefully I heal up quickly and uh, can go enjoy some fishing. So again, tell us what you're going to be up to this next season. We look forward to hearing from you and we'll see you again on the next episode of Radcast Outdoors. Thanks again for listening to the Radcast Outdoors podcast. We hope that you've enjoyed the show. If so, please go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Carbon TV, YouTube, or wherever you're listening to this podcast and subscribe, share, and give us a five-star rating, which helps other people find the show. You can find all of our shows, recipes, giveaways, videos, and much more 
at ragcastoutdoors.com. Please don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We also have a Ragcast community on Facebook called Ragcast Nation. We'd love for you to join in the conversation there. And of course, please help support our sponsors who make this show possible. Thanks again to PK Lures, Bow Spider, and High Mountain Seasonings. Until next time, get out there and enjoy the outdoors. <laughs>